Hi, this is Dawn Shireen, and this is my podcast, Dancing with Bipolar. Well, it's been a minute, I know. Um, we're almost at that point where you're all probably thinking that maybe I went um, inpatient, but I have not gone inpatient. In fact, I saw my doctor last week and, you know, fudged my way through another appointment with him. Um, you know, I, uh, I, whenever I tell him how much I don't like the medication, you know what his response is? To always up the dosage of it. So from now on, I'm just not going to say anything about the medication. Everything is fine. Everything is good. And then, you know, I'll just deal with it on my own and figure out, like, what I need to sleep. And if I start getting kooky and stuff like that. Um, I want to say um, thank you, Byron, Bayron, for making me number one. Um, wow, I'm flattered. Thank you. So I think I'm going manic um, for a lot of reasons. But today, um, okay, first of all, let's talk about what happened this weekend. So Scott came and asked me to spend the weekend with him at his house. His house. Yep, finally got to see his house. Um, so obviously I said yes, with very little convincing that I should go. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't know if I've got there's some kind of, um, I keep on saying Stockholm Syndrome, but I'm not sure that's exactly what I mean to say. Some kind of codependent something or other there that no matter what he's done to me and how bad he's hurt me, when he shows up, I'm just like jello. Uh, yeah, it's so frustrating to me because... We all know what he does to me. We all know the story and the stories and we all know the abandonment and we all know the pain that he can bring me. And yet when he shows up at my door and I am just like, I just, I love him so much. It's just crazy. It's crazy in a bad way. You know, not like I get paid for my crazy, like crazy, you need to go to the sanitarium type thing. Um, I don't know how to stop it. I really don't. I've tried to hate him. I have tried desperately to hate him. You know, and there's something about the fact that when I look at him, I see him when he was, you know, younger, because he's explained to me so much about his past, which, you know, is really kind of messed up. His past and my past are, there's a lot of similarities between our families and how we were treated and being the black sheeps and excluded and ostracized and all that good stuff that happens with the kid that doesn't quite fit. Uh, you know, he was farmed out to his grandma at a young age, and then when he came back home, he was you know, put in a boys' school and uh, also farmed out to neighbors. So, I mean, I, the more he tells me about himself, the more I understand. So when this weekend he told me other things, which I'm not going to get into, and I could see that when he was telling me, I could see his face change and I could see the features that he would have had at that time. And I can see the pain and I can see the sadness. I mean, it breaks my heart. And I don't know if that's being an empath or if that's just part of like the paranoia and delusion thing that are probably coming up because I'm going manic. But I saw it. I, I, I see him, you know, and I don't know. I want to believe that I really am seeing who he is inside, what his soul is. Because if that is it, then what I'm doing to, with him is all right, you know, giving him his space, but letting him come and being. And letting him love me in his own way when he can, instead of just demanding all the time. I'm actually I don't demand. That's a lie. I don't demand. You can ask any dudes I've been around or with. I I don't demand. So, but you know, like I I would like him to be around me more when he's like that. Um, so we spent the weekend and we talked a lot. 
and he talked a lot, I listened a lot, and, uh, yeah, man, you know, it's just so, and I know it just, it just sucks, because I know within, like, a month, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, that effing Scott, I can't believe he did this to me again, and I can't, and I already know this, I've been in this cycle for three years, I, I get it, but I'm just always hoping that this is the time that it's different, this is the time that it changes, and this is the time that, you know, I really get him, we really get together, and, you know, this time he talked about us moving in together a whole lot more than ever, um, told me to start saving money, and all kinds of stuff, maybe he is serious this time, you know, as far as the other guy goes, you know, not even friends right now, he won't talk to me, he's got me blocked, uh, over a complete and absolute misunderstanding about my broken plumbing, um, you know, I paid him, and I bought him dinner, and, you know, and now I've even apparently bought his dog a shirt that I'm not going to get paid back for, which, you know, just shows his character, so I don't really give a fuck one way or the other if he does pay me back, because I'm not expecting it. If he does, it would be a good gesture. Um, I miss him. I miss him a lot, you know? He was my friend, and now I have, like, nobody to talk to about anything that's going on. I'm just kind of left to my own wild, so it's kind of kind of am, uh, I mean, I do, I miss him, whether it ever gets back to what it was at any other point in time, isn't even really a concern of mine right now, I miss my friend, and the fact that he's got me blocked, like, won't even talk to me, won't even give me a chance, won't even listen, you know, maybe it's just a sign that I'm supposed to just keep on going forward and let people catch up to me when they get there, I mean, that's a possibility, I don't really know. Um, I don't know, but it's hurtful to lose your best friend like that. Maybe I didn't lose him. I don't, you know, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. He hasn't talked to me. I don't know if he hates me, if he's busy with work, if there's something else going on, if he's sick, if, 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 if. I have no idea, you know, and then he's going to find out that I was with Scott, and that's going to piss him off, even if he doesn't care about me anymore, because everybody hates Scott more than they actually care about me. So, does that make sense? People could like me a whole lot, but they hate Scott that much more. Uh, for, you know, many reasons why, which I understand, uh, but I just can't rationalize it. So, today uh, I got invited over to a friend's house, a 74-year-old, um, 74-year-old man who's my friend, there's no hokey pokey going on around there at all, I, I make very sure of that, that he knew the boundaries right at the get-go when he wanted to hang out with me, um, so I went over there and we watched them, um, we watched Heat together, which is an older movie with Pacino and, uh, uh, I can't think of the other guy, uh, Bobby D. De Niro, and, um, what if I say it was a pretty good movie, and we, you know, partied, you know, 74 years old, and people still party, and, uh, you know, it's, like, a great example for me now that I'm 55, that, you know, don't get ever give up the hope of being the burnout of the, of the year, because there's always a chance. Anyway, so, um, you know, I mentioned to him that I just had a birthday, and I'm like, I'm 55, and he's like, you are not, and I'm like, dude, I'm 55, you know, and he's like, I wouldn't peg you over the age of 38, and I'm like, wow, okay, either you're super duper blind, or, you know, <laughs> like, because, I don't know, 38, I'll take it, man, I'll take that hands down, um, <laughs> but I started to ask him questions, because when I was with this other guy, when I was with Scott, when I was with Scott, and 
he had told me that somebody had done a life expectancy on him, and it wasn't very long. It was actually frightening. And I wanted to prove him wrong, so we did another one, two, six of them, actually. And at least the ones that he did with me came up to uh, another 20 years, as opposed to what he was given, which was just made me want to just cry. Uh, so I did mine. And my life expectancy is 91 years old. <laughs> so I figure it at 55, I'm kind of like just hitting my midlife stride. I actually want to live to be 116 years old. So, you know, 55 is legitimately just a halfway point. So I've got a lot of time to do stuff. But anyway, so I was talking to him and I like asked him, like, do you feel old? You know? And he's like, what is that? And I'm like, do you feel old? Like, when you talk to younger people, like me, for example, I said, does it make you feel old? And he said, no. He says, what makes me feel old is my cane, which I noticed he was walking with. I guess he's got, um, he needs an implant in his shoe so he can walk evenly. And uh, he says, but I feel, I, feel as, I feel as old as I want to feel. That's an interesting concept, isn't it? I think, I think we all ultimately know that we're as old as we put in our own head, but I think that's something to think about. So I'm leaving there and I'm high. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm high. And I've been getting going manic. And so, you know, it's like the delusions I'm in his room and the delusions are starting to hit and I'm like, I gotta go. I walk outside, and it's just so funny in a weird way because, like, I put my headphones on. I always walk with my headphones on. I'm not, I'm barely ever without my headphones. And uh, I'm walking out, and all of a sudden, Rain Yard the Fox by Julian Cope comes on, and I feel like I'm in, like, this slow-motion TV scene of walking out of this hotel. Like, Rain Yard starts playing. My hair is blowing back. It's all blustery. And I'm like, I'm in this movie again. Yeah, the movie of my own life. But still, it's like, oh shit, here, here they come. Uh, I haven't taken my meds. I took them yesterday, I think, but I definitely didn't take them today. Uh, I think it's, it may or may not be a good thing, you know, because I know now for sure I keep narrowing it down, but the weed is definitely part of what causes the psychosis. So I, my choice would be to smoke weed uh, if I had one, but they won't give me a green card and I'm not going to, you know, I might be doing stuff that's not right up with the law, but I'm not going to go so far as to actually like legitimately know for a fact what a law is and go out and break it. I'm not doing that. So until I can get a green card or it becomes legal or I move, you know, I'll let them keep on giving me the scripts that I decide to take when I want to take them and how I want to take them, which is why I'm going manic and delusional right now. See, all bad. Um, what else? I'm pretty sure there was other stuff, but I just kind of wanted to let you all know, like, this thing with Scott is probably never going to end. This is going to be, like, the never-ending drama, the book of perfect moments that come up uh, in my life. You know, uh, I miss my other friend. I do. However, maybe he was just supposed to be there for just a small spell of my life, and, um, you know, we did whatever it was that we were supposed to do for each other. Our missions are complete, and we're just not supposed to be friends anymore. Which is heartbreaking, because I don't know why we still can't be friends, even if we're not anything further than that. I don't know, I don't know. And I don't know what to do, because I really don't want to push it anymore. I'm like, if he doesn't want to be around me, then that's his prerogative. Why should I force anybody to want to hang around with me? 
because, you know, that's, that's kind of torturous if you really don't like somebody to have to be, you know, to, you know what I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. See, that's how you can tell I'm going manic, because I cannot keep a train of thought. My head is racing right now, and I am um, scattered, big time, big time scattered. So, I guess that's a pretty good update. Uh, I know for a fact there was something else I wanted to talk about, and uh, I just cannot remember right now. Um, I hope you all like the new logo, and if you have thoughts about the um, the new jingle, let me know. Come to go to the um, go to the website uh, by gosh, see, dancingwithbipolar.com, and there's places there to leave notes and just let me know if you want to send me some artwork or letters or uh, you know anything the address is on the website dancingwithbipolar.com and if you have if you're listening on Apple and you really like the show can you just drop a review uh, I guess it helps along the game somehow with like me being discovered in other places and if you love me then you know think of how you could help somebody else feel if they find the show so that would be super duper cool if you could all do that uh, I think I'm going to end it. I really can't think of anything else. And I think I'm going to go eat some dinner and maybe that will help me just a tiny bit. So this is Dawn Sharina. This is my podcast, Dancing with Bipolar. Let's all stay alive now, okay?